I am a alone with my son by myself, a woman, and a male approached me in a parking lot. He's excuse me, miss, and I don't know why in the hell he was approaching me or what he was trying to do. And before he, I mean, he was probably 30 feet from me when he said, excuse me, ma'am. And I turned around and I literally yelled at him and I said, do not approach me. No male should ever approach a woman in a parking lot, ever. I am a six foot one, 245 pound black man. When somebody approaches me, I put my guard up. Absolutely. Like I, I went to Phil's Plaza. And I had the world's smallest, like, Louis Vuitton bag. If you, if you know anything really about quick. that area, like, people have been getting shot in broad daylight in the parking mm. lot of, like, Lennox. Okay. Like, that's what's okay. happened. Somebody approached me. I was on my guard. So I get, yeah. I get that. I think that women should 100% be on their guard. And I'm saying that as a person who is, as a male, on his guard when people approach him in, 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 in parking lots, broad daylight or not. You might not be on that same level of guard in a parking lot in a different city or in a different town or, you know, or if I didn't have the bag, you know what I mean? Or if you didn't have the bag, but women always got the bag on them. You know what I mean? So that's it's a red flag. There's vastly different weather across the United States. We have temperate rainforests in the United States. You know, when it it comes to weather, that's the thing that Europe doesn't even have. But no, my my whole point is like my whole point is like my whole point is like there there are vast swaths of the state that I'm in where they don't have Internet, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's that different. It's like a different fucking world. Yeah, but I've been to Monticello, Georgia, and dead ass felt like I stepped back into like, like very close to post slavery. Yeah. Like, yeah. Now I saw somebody say that Sundown Town still exists. I saw a dude making making a uh, post about that, and I was like, I didn't. I mean, you kind of like when you visit family that's in the country, you can kind of start to get like. There's a different energy of what's going on here, but you don't fully see it because you know you're with your people or whatever, and you don't fully. But there's a there's a just a tone there. But he was like, "Yeah, I'm a I'm a city slicker. I was traveling through some place. I needed directions. Went to a gas station, and the attendant, like, not even on some aggressive shit. She was like, um, you must not be from around here.' He was like, "Oh no." He's like, "Well, look, you probably want to get going before the sun sets because this is a sundown town." And he was like, "Oh, what the fuck?" And she it wasn't even like a threat. It was like a warning. Yeah. I don't know if that's real, real, but. That's some wild shit. Like, what the fuck makes you think you have the right to, like, murder and cause harm to just a, a person of color just because they're they're in your town or passing through your town after after night in this day and age, especially, like... You can get away with the it. the fuck? Yeah, if, exactly. Because, like, they can get away with it. Like, because the law wild, enforcement yeah. is... Is them. On it too. Yeah. 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 So, they the ones pulling people over, so... Yeah, for real. Human beings are fucking wicked. Or can be wicked. No, shit, man. Wicked when you see some of these true crime shits or just like historical shit or as we just said current shit man the shit that human beings are willing to do to each other is just fucking ridiculous um but yeah let's get let's get into the podcast real quick just on a nice little light note there uh welcome everybody to waving the red flag the number one uh dating and human depravity podcast in the universe it's your boy eddie joined today by my two illustrious co-hosts we got josh we got ab you know what i'm saying let's get into some topics he's back a B signifier. A B start the fire. We didn't start the fire. A <laughs> B <AB> did. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, the fire started. All the nations was getting getting <laughs> getting along well until A B attacked. Yo, okay, real quick. Mm. Which which nation do y'all think y'all belong to? Probably fire. Uh, I, I can see guess, that. Huh? What do you what do you think? What you would I be think Earth. Na- you well, no, no. What do you think I would be? You would be Earth, though. I would say. Hmm. I feel like I'd be water, but nah. I, 
I'd say you either, either be earth or fire, but I would I feel like I would be water. Mm. I'd be in the water tribe. Okay. Oh, Alvin. Alvin would also be fire, I think. Alvin would be fire earth. or earth. I Alvin was gonna say would... earth, but I think that's I'm basing that off of his physical stature, not his mental state. I think physically he looks earthbendery, but when I think about his mentality, I think firebender. I think I still think I got to give it earth. I think Alvin sure. AB would be 100% earth, like even off of the, his groundedness and logic. Mm. Boom, boom, boom. But are earthbenders earth. particularly logical? Is that, you know what I mean? What earth represents so to be grounded. Yeah. I'm just wondering, what that, that seems like it could mean a lot of different things. It could. Because he strikes me as like an Uncle Iroh type low-key almost. You know what I'm saying? Like, I could see well, him as a, like a firebender. Like, you know? Every nation got an Uncle Iroh. That's, got, also, got a that wise uncle. That's also a very good point. What do you think, A.B.? Like, what, what tribe would you, yeah. would you put yourself in? Probably Earth. Okay. Okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> Y'all both wrong. Cool. <laughs> it did it still happens. sound like we was wrong. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> Even when you're right, you're wrong. <laughs> Never let them know your next move. All right. Um. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see what we got. Oh, yo, did y'all see that video of that lady in her car talking about a dude approaching her in the parking lot? Which one? No. There's like 40 of those. Like those get posted like. Um. The one that was included in by the, dozens. the topics. Like. <laughs> it, you had to that, that didn't it linked to the wrong place oh shit did it oh damn you yeah. right bro i literally just linked to a right this, <laughs> this nigga trying to well the one that was the in thing. the topics yo the one no, that but, was in the topics but right. did, wait alvin did you did you attempt to open this link though yes i attempted to open every link okay okay cool because i'm looking at the link that i listed and this shit is just hilarious i was doing a whole other yeah, task clearly and just clearly I, was, I felt like i was peeping in on some shit i wasn't supposed to see yet <laughs> Oh shit, that's hilarious! Yeah, but no, Man, oddly I, enough, bro, I'd be so terrible at cheating, bro. Oh my god! Like you know when people accidentally like text the wrong group chat or the wrong person a, a chat that they were talking yeah. to somebody else. I feel like I do that shit all the time. I don't and, think you but care. Backpedal, yeah, but I, I backpedal in like you just like, oh, no, me as like like <laughs> like of of course I'm talking to other women. What did you expect? No, no, that is true. That is exactly. actually just like, a fact. But like, that's not. But that's not cheating. <laughs> We we got to go together to be cheating. Um, the woman was in this was in her car. I'm literally shaking right now because I just had a man approach me in a parking lot, and it went fine. And I'm going to tell you why it went fine and how to address it because it was in a book I read, and this is how you're supposed to address it. But it scared me. I'm literally I'm literally shaking. So this guy, I am a alone with my son by myself, a woman, and a male approached me in a parking lot. He's excuse me, miss, and I don't know why in the hell he was approaching me or what he was trying to do and before he i mean he was probably 30 feet from me when he said excuse me ma'am and i turned around and i literally yelled at him and i said do not approach me and he like and i said you do not approach women in a parking lot i just kept saying do not approach me you do not approach women in a parking lot like yelling it no male no male should ever approach a woman in a parking lot ever should no male should ever approach a woman in a parking lot and if a male does approach you you need to turn around and use the strongest voice that you can possibly use with them don't be polite they need to literally screw off no male should be approaching you in a parking lot a dude just came up to her in a parking lot and was like hey excuse me and she she said she turned to him and said do not talk to me do not approach me get away from me like top of her lungs yell get away from me get away from me type you know like 
escalate self-defense. I don't know you. That, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Dude scurried off, and she was like, don't approach women in parking lots. Da, da, da. Now, mind you, crowded parking lot, broad daylight, and she was like flustered, like hand was shaking, to, like just recounting the event, blah, blah, blah. What do y'all think? Yeah. She been through I, some I'll try shit. And... I think she probably been through some shit. Maybe, yeah. Because most women have been through some shit. That's what I was going to say, yeah. So, like some PTSD, because like that reaction just based off of, excuse me, hey, excuse me. You know, it's, it seems in, uh, to be inflated for what the situation could have called for. But at the same time, if you're a woman, I get it. If it would have been some shit, that's how a lot of people do get snatched up. It's a quick, hey, excuse me, hey, can I just get real quick, close to you real quick? And then just, oh, you're in the back of a, you're in the back of a fucking white van next thing, you know, so. That's ex that's exactly what the fuck I'm thinking. Like that's how every true crime podcast, you know, he came up to her and asked if she knew the time, and the next time she woke up, it was the the next day, you know, in like the back of a van or whatever. It's like, yeah, that's that's really what happened. So I get it, but to I'm like, oh fuck, I get it, cause I'm like, she seemed scared and flustered, and it's like people get snatched up, but I'm like. At the same time, and I don't know if this if this even opposes this view, but like, where do we go from there? You know what I'm saying? Like, just on some like building society and connection thing. Like, how do you? I and think, maybe this is too like old school, like hospitality, like Southern, leave your door unlocked type thinking. Where I'm just like, you can't say hello to your neighbor. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, once we're in a world where it's like it's unacceptable to go, hey, how's it going? Have a good one. Yeah, no, no worries. Do you need help with your thing? Or like, you know, yeah. do you need help across the road? Or hey, do you have the time? Or oh, love, you know, love that uh, that sports team. It's like when we're that afraid of when everybody's that afraid of each other. It's like God damn. But I, I get it too. But I, I want to start off by saying, when somebody approaches me, I am a six foot one, two hundred forty five pound black man when somebody approaches Ooh, me i put my guard up i put i put my guard yeah, up absolutely like i i went to um phil's plaza this was this was a few months ago and i had the world's smallest like louis vuitton bag because i bought like a, i bought a wallet for myself or whatever. <laughs> yeah. and yeah, if you, if you know anything about that area like people have been getting shot in broad daylight in the parking mm. lot of like lennox okay. like that's what's okay. happened somebody approached me like i was on my guard so i get yeah i get that what I want to say is that I think that a lot of time when we have these conversations, we over index on these these individual TikToks from individual people. And then we say, like, what's wrong with society? Yeah. From that perspective, most interactions in that in that realm are completely normal. They are people that are naturally and realistically, you know, in a situation where they should be on their guard, on their guard. But nobody's like screaming at you that you shouldn't approach them in what you call it if you right. say hey to somebody like usually that's fine on both sides it's usually you know it's usually not malicious intent from somebody that's saying hi it's usually mm -hmm. not received as malicious intent from somebody that's receiving the hi. so i don't want to i don't want to over index on this thing that doesn't happen most of the time like the vast majority of interactions don't play out like that but i do want to say that like i think that women should 100% be on their guard and I'm saying that as a person who is as a as a male on his guard when people approach him in in in, in parking lots broad daylight or not quote unquote safe neighborhood yeah. or not yeah one I don't think it's an over index to talk about the extremes but also I want to try and make a, a like a minor distinction here 
it's not about like oh every woman is going to treat every approach as if the motherfucker's a serial killer and oh woe is me it's not it's not that it's if 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 we collectively as a society said oh her response is a bit extreme then cool what you're saying makes sense because we're not, we're not in we're not indexing the incident we're indexing what it says about the nature of this interaction and what should be normal but if we say yeah no it's pretty reasonable if a strange man approaches a woman at a parking lot to ask her the time or something uh, arguably potentially innocuous and she screams at him getting the entire parking lot's uh attention to get away from her if we go, yeah, that's that's a, a normal and acceptable way to respond. He shouldn't have approached her in the parking lot. That was socially unacceptable. Which maybe we are arguing. That's fine. I'm not. That's what's being indexed, not her individual behavior. It's the response to where that exists in what's normal. That's what the whole discussion is. Because we all yeah, agree so, that it's that yeah. it's that it's like rare. Yeah. That's why it even went viral. Yeah. So I I, I will say that. I don't I don't think it's good to index on the extremes. I think indexing on the extremes, meaning that like you're having a conversation as if the extremes are more prevalent than what they are, is harmful. But I don't think that's what you're doing. I think it's very good to have a a, a conversation about the extremes, because, again, the extremes go viral, which means that they're in the forefront of the zeitgeist. Like I'm thinking about it. You're thinking about it. Josh is thinking about it. You know, cool. Perfect. I think that because I saw that tweet when it first made it to Twitter. Um I don't think that we have a situation where everybody was like, oh, yeah, like that was like the world's most normal thing to, in the world to do. Like there were a lot of people saying, which which I actually will push back on, saying that she was super overreacting, saying that's that she true. was that's true. saying that like if she was so afraid, why did she why did she stop and film a TikTok? There were a lot of mm. people bringing up her other TikToks um, saying how like, oh, well, she clearly does want attention because she was craving attention in supermarkets and in previous things. I think that's the wrong way to do about it. But like if we're having the conversation about what society's indexing on and what that says about society, I think society was more along the lines of that. What She's she was tripping. doing was was tripping. I think that what okay. we should start is a as I stated before, I think it's fine for people to be on their guard. Like stuff happens. Like I'm always on my guard, but on your I guard also is think because I've argued yeah, that as well. There's I, levels. I, I, to guard. I agree, 100% guards. But I also think that what Josh said was especially poignant. Like I think that we should have space to have the discussion about what has happened to this woman in the past that leads her to that that sort of space, right? True. Like I don't think I don't think I don't think I saw a lot of people in any significant amount saying like, "Well, has she been attacked before? Like, is she dealing with a PTSD response? Like, does she have something going on right. that makes that?" feel like more visceral i think that felt gaslighted to me a little bit like the, the reason yeah. that i didn't go there and i'm not saying that it is so like i'm not saying that to anybody yeah. who went there but i was like i want to just assess the legitimacy of her response on its face because maybe she hasn't been because i don't know something about like oh what has she been through to make her respond like that it's like the, the stats are not not in her favor if she just had a reasonable look at like the situations where that can end up with her dead or attacked or hit on or whatever and was like i don't want that can i engage with what she did as a and just say is this a reasonable thing on its face without trying to like delve into like who hurt you that's why i was resistant to like putting well, it on her under like all that. things under all things normal like that's that's not a a normal response it's a rare one situation yeah it's it's a rare response, but it's not like I was saying, like under most interactions, mm -hmm. that wouldn't be a normal response. So that's why immediately I'm like, OK, if this is a genuine reaction, if you have genuine fear and terror and you're not just looking for attention, what happened to you before? Or are you chronically online? Are you actually not um, have 
not actually interacting with like men who are cool like you know and i think the stats are in the favor the stats are in the favor of ask of asking that question right because as you stated the stats are in the favor of those interactions going negatively so yeah she could be she could be responding to past stimuli like i don't think that that's like outside of the realm of of questioning, uh, not asserting. Like I wouldn't. Like I think. Yeah. I think gaslighting would be like if I looked at that and said she has PTSD. I th- the reason I say like if I looked at that and, and, and like diagnosed her. Because because Josh, some of the stuff that you were just saying just there felt like it's one thing to say somebody's response is rare. Saying it's abnormal implies a different thing, right? Being really really smart or really really p- pretty is rare, but when we talk about abnormal, we mean like there's like a deviant connotation there. So it's like. Once we say what she did was not only uncommon, but it was abnormal as if it's like a trauma response, it kind of like pathologizes what she did before we even get a chance to talk about if she's right. And it puts it on her in a way that's that I yeah, I don't don't think it I don't think it's necessarily appropriate. Your pathology has a root cause. Right. But that doesn't make it like your your pathology. Your patholo- your path what? Your pathology has a root cause. Like I don't like again, I don't think that people should but no, have but this why, conversation. also why are we even calling it a pathology? You just called it a pathology. No, no, I'm, I'm saying I'm, I'm we're pathologizing it. No, no, no. I'm I'm yeah. saying that it is being pathologized by the language that was being used there of asking first what's wrong with her. Tech like not do y'all get what I'm getting at at least? Like I don't know if I'm articulating it well, but do you understand what I'm even talking about? I'm I'm honestly not quite sure because Okay. I'm just saying there's a cause and a reaction or cause and effect. Yeah. Everything has a cause. Yeah. Like, like, like like literally we could, we could take out, we could take out the language of it and we could, we could literally just like backtrack that whole segment of the conversation and say like, nobody asked why she responded like that. And the why could, could easily be like what you're saying, like the statistics of the situation, the fear, Mm -hmm. like the way that puts people in positions where like they feel like they have to respond like that. We could easily like change the language and get like to the exact same heart of the fact that like every situation has a cause, like nobody asked Mm -hmm. the why they just wanted to point on, you know, like, was this attention seeking or, or, you know, like, that's a why question too, though. Like, Like, I, I, I agree. I agree. I think, but again, I think that like, which is why I'm fine like having this conversation because I think that ultimately what you're doing is trying to get to the why of everything. But I think that we're just looking at the why as like a cause and effect on the behavior itself. And I think that I don't think that's what's happening though. They're like what you're what looking at it from this like pathologizing kind of like like ethos. Because I think that's what's there. Because it's like we're like if if a if a black person is stopped by the police and they're and, okay. So like. For instance, there's this video where a black woman gets pulled over in a gas station and the police officer is like super aggressive with her. Like he's like, I'm going to fucking kill you. She's out of the car, hands up, whatever. He's threatening her at gunpoint. He's like, why didn't you pull over for me? And she she basically he was behind her and she drove for like miles to get to a gas station before pulling over. And she's like, because I didn't want to be pulled over in an unpopulated section of highway by you. Right. And He's kind of proving her point with the aggression. I think that a lot of non-black people would look at her behavior and go like, oh, was she traumatized or why did she do that? Or did she have a negative experience with the police? And I'm like, that seems to me like it's starting from what experience or strangeness is there in the individual instead of going like, what thing about the society around them makes that a very reasonable response? And I feel like that's what we're I, implying. I completely disagree. 
Okay, maybe. Because, yeah, because, but because, 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 the, because, the, because the why could easily be societal. If, I, if I'm saying, well, why does yeah. she do that? The why could be societal. But the I feel root like cause you're, could be a societal, structural no, like, I, situation. I heard you. I heard you. I heard you. I, I'm, I'm not saying that asking the why is like unreasonable. I'm saying that implying that the why must be a traumatic experience implies because when we talk about trauma a lot of times we're talking about a person is traumatized therefore they respond with a trauma response in inappropriate situations and so when asking that question i think we're implying or begging the question at the beginning of the conversation that the response is inappropriate for the situation why did you do that are you traumatized instead of being like why did you do that is that a reasonable response in this situation do you see what i'm saying no, because I think okay. what you're doing is over indexing on the fact that one of the possible whys of the situation that was highlighted was PTSD. I think that if we had said, why is she acting like that? Is it because of the statistics that we're having a completely different conversation? Okay, so I think, I think you're, I think you're, you're, you're I think you're over indexing on PTSD. About. No, no, but you're moving back and no, forth no, what I, we're no. talking about because we, no, the I'm beginning not. of the, no, no, the, hold on, bro. The shit, sorry, I apologize. The, the beginning of the conversation was just, was was us already talking about the whys. The why that, that Josh brought up was, has she been through a traumatic experience? That's what this section of the conversation was about. It was about yeah. PTSD. That's what I'm No, it was about to. the why. The why like, no, okay, we, literally we literally clarified. We literally both clarified that. We literally both clarified that. <laughs> I'm that, talking like, about what we're the saying PTSD is cause and effect. I, am talking I know about you're talking about the PTSD. Okay. I literally just said that what you're over-indexing on is the PTSD. I'm not over-indexing. So it. That's what I'm talking about. You're over, like, literally, like, 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 literally. I never and said the again, why want, is bad. I, I wanna, said a why that starts with PTSD does, if your question is, why did she do that? Is it because it is PTSD? I'm acknowledging or, or criticizing why that question's formulation is a problem. That's the only thing I'm making any claim about. Any other why gotcha. or any other question about why, that's the, the rest of all the rest of what the conversation was about. Cool, cool. So what okay. so what happened and, and what happened if you if you scroll back about 10 minutes, right? Okay. Where you got into this whole situation about pathologizing, right? What Josh said, and I'm quoting Josh, so I, and I do want Josh to jump in on his thoughts if I'm if I'm misinterpreting oh, yeah, what I'm quoting. Yeah. Because you. he literally because he literally said there's a cause and an effect, right? Because we got into this whole situation about pathologizing. You took the mm. conversation further, talking about what's a cause and what's not a cause. So at that point, the conversation morphed from being about PTSD. I'm jumping back past that point. And I'm saying that if we never talked about it, if we literally just said that there's a cause and effect, you wouldn't have even had this conversation. He gave Correct. a potential cause for an effect, but the root of the conversation is the fact that there is cause and effect, not a particular yes. cause linked to an effect. So you can literally just yes. take the whole conversation about PTSD out. Like if that's what you want to talk what about, cool, but like that's not the heart of what we're saying. That's not the heart of what we're saying. The heart of what we're saying is that we there is cause and effect. We were having a conversation about cause about and effect, cause which, I was, and effect. <laughs> which I was engaging with. And then we brought up why didn't we talk about PTSD? And, and, and all you want to talk about, that. you only want to talk about PTSD and we're talking about cause and effect. I'm hella confused. I, I'm hella confused. You literally, you literally right said now. I want to have a conversation about call about. You said you literally, you literally want to have a conversation about PTSD. Is what you just said, and I'm yeah. saying that we're not trying to have that conversation. We're trying to have a general conversation it's about literally the why, what the cause is and literally what yeah. was brought up. It's literally what was brought up, and I addressed that one specific. I, I mean, and we're then Josh circle circled around after you talked about pathologizing and said we're just talking about cause and effect, and you took the conversation further, saying all this other kind of stuff about cause and effect. Like, that's what that's you what brought the conversation to. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, cause like, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm honestly confused because like, okay. I didn't, I don't understand where your beef was with what we're saying. Like, honestly, like, I, I don't understand like what you're diverging from, from like what I was saying or what AB mm -hmm. was saying. So 
mostly and what then, you were saying, like, I it, think. But yeah, it's because yeah, I'm, I'm I'm not sure exactly where you're coming from, and I know you tried to break it down, but I still I'm still confused. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm still confused because like basically, like I, had, like I have no I was, idea what's going on. Yeah, right. Because what I, all I was saying was just like if if she had a reaction to a situation. And that reaction, and like AB was saying, the reason why it went viral, because it's not necessarily a normal reaction to have just based off of that interaction just by itself. And that's why I said, well, maybe what caused it to have such an outburst or a reaction, get out, that's my purse, I don't know you. Like that, have to have that energy to a random person. It was like, well, was she, was she what, what trauma, like maybe like what, what happened to her? And I'm not even like shaming her or like saying like she is strange, but mm. no, what occurred in your life to make you have this response in this situation? I'm not okay. saying like anything bad about her or making her seem like strange, but just what happened? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I disagree, but I, I don't think it, it was going anywhere there. But maybe a follow up question to take it in a different direction might be, OK, let's say something did happen to her, which statistically, as you mentioned, has happened to like lots of women. Then what? I guess is maybe the next interesting bit. I think we've, uh, I mean, okay, so if something did happen to her, like where do we go mm. from there? Yeah, like what do we maybe do with that information? Like, yes, something happened to her, which has happened to lots of women. Her response was in this way. So then what does that like maybe tell us about the situation or does that change anything about how we might interpret it or anything like that in, in your view? I think it just gives, I think it just provides more sense and clarity to that, to that, out, mm. I don't even want to say out, uh, out, outbreak, but just I think it just provides more sense and clarity. You yeah. just have an answer. Oh, okay, this makes sense. I, I get it. That makes sense. And if the person being in that situation understood her past trauma and like knew that that was not a safe space for him to even like ask, hey, what time is it? Or like you know whatever innocent mm -hmm. shit that he might have been doing. Hopefully it was it was innocent. Then it's like okay, well if if he would have knew that up front, all right, well cool. Hey, I'm not. I, I will fucking ask this question somewhere else. Or maybe I, I'm not going to approach her or try to hit on her. Sure. So, so then, like, the question that comes from that is, like, if her re response is based on that experience, then, and, and lots of people have had that experience, then it's the question of, like, do we generalize that higher up and go, like, should men, because mm. that's what's being claimed in the video, and, okay. like, yeah, even though people are in two different directions, like, uh, Alvin, to your point earlier, like, yeah, some people are saying, like, oh, she's tripping, but... I, it it wasn't universal at all. Like half of people were like, she's not tripping. So then the question is like, because obviously you can't read a woman's mind before you meet her to go like, oh, she's right. had this experience. But you can statistically know she probably has based on, you know, whatever. So then is it no man should ever approach any woman in a parking lot or whatever it may be? I say so I like this conversation because this we when we talked about it before. I still believe that people can approach others in public places now of course you got certain situations where it just makes sense to not approach mm. but just the in general like should men no longer public. approach women in public it's like no that's crazy like we're already dealing with the situation of um men not even wanting to make the first move mm. and, and because we've gotten like there's just been so much like backlash or just like things that are going on in the ether of um Guys being put on blast for like, oh my god, like he was a creep when like it was relatively innocent. Now, of course, you do have those situations where you know this is what it is, and this happened. But like, you also still still have like those instances where like what you're describing is actually not what happened in real life. Like that's mm. not the intention. 
it was just somebody being awkward or somebody. I mean, yeah, yeah. sometimes sometimes a person is like just hitting on a person. And I mean, to be fair, like that can be threatening. You know what I mean? But everything's not a kidnapping either. So there's that. But I think it also depends on like which city and environment you're in. Because as we were as we were having that conversation about different cities and how they can vary, I'm like, every parking lot ain't the same. You know what I mean? Like the way that you move when you're in what'd you say, Phipps or whatever, like when you've got a bag on you or something that you think a person might take, you're on guard. You might not be on that same level of guard in a parking lot in a different city or in a different town or, you know, Or if I didn't have the bag, you know what I mean? Or if you didn't have the bag. Yeah. But women always got the bag on them, you know what I mean? So that's, Mm -hmm. but it, but it, because I feel like, yeah, if you're in a certain small town, it's, it's one thing. If you're in a really safe city, it's a different thing. If you're at a party where there's like social proof, it's a different thing. And, Okay. It's hard to come up with hard and fast rules, except for at the extremes. I think at the extremes you can kind of go like Jim, basically never, unless there's some real extenuating circumstances that make it clear that like this is a safer environment to do it. But Club pe- probably yes, or you know. I think, man, bro. Okay, so I think it's better to have a conversation of what should you do when approaching women versus all this hypothetical. What can't? That's you a great do. point. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. That's because good point. you can find love. You can meet somebody literally anywhere if the vibe is right. Yeah, but vibes have to be curated the, and you know and found. They're not, you know what I'm saying? Ah, uh, buddy. Now nah, you can stumble upon. And a you vibe. need skill. You need skill to interpret vibe too. To you interpret can, that vibe. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. You need skill to interpret the vibe, and I think those are more. Yeah, and that's a, yeah, it's a skill. That's a, that's a skill that's not like as easy to acquire as I think. Mm. I th- I think I think we've all like tiptoed into making that seem like that's a lot easier than it is. Like no, I'm podcast, I'm arguing that, that it very isn't yeah yeah like yeah, I, 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 I would say yeah like I, 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 I I'm most, just thinking about the conversation we had. is what I'm getting yeah at. we had the conversation with suburban boys and I think that that was eye opening to me on how like there are there are social intricacies that people that you wouldn't necessarily even like think like lack that and they lack it you know what I'm saying yeah. I, I yeah. don't know if I'm making yeah. much sense no you 100 no. and I I'm even uh, <laughs> like you are a vibes nigga but also like mm-hmm. you're a relatively young bearded tall fellow i think that you also maybe even overestimate how good you are at reading the vibe you know what i'm saying i like i do too i'm not even that's not even a specific I mean, at you fair. but i feel like no, people are, yeah, yeah I <laughs> it was like it was like oh yeah you know <laughs> you know I am the vibe, you know, like you know, Josh, you a vibe, but I'm a vibe too. So I don't, thinking, I don't have saying. to, you know. I can I can look past a lot of these intricacies because you know because I'm that nigga. Is what he <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I ain't got to worry with all that. I'm a hot I mean, nigga. But, so okay, and that's totally fair. But what were you what were you about to say? So, I feel like you had more coming. Uh, fuck, did I? Yeah. So so I feel like. That's a little bit hand wavy, which I know, like, generally speaking, your 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 stance is like, let's talk about what we can do. And it's like reading a vibe is fucking difficult. You know what I'm saying? Because I also think people get like when people people (laughs) instead of reading a vibe, they're looking for a vibe. You know what I'm saying? So they're trying to figure out how can like what can I do to make this person interact with me in the way that I want them to interact with me? And so they're looking for the yes instead of being like, is this a situation where my attention is being wanted? And I feel like those. Mm. that fucks you up i just feel like that's kind of like a fucked up approach if you're like automatically looking for the yes because you just never know what's going to happen because you got to be yeah. okay with it we got to be okay with the no and i think that's where a lot of niggas fuck up like they're I looking agree. for the yes yeah. and not taking the no yep and it's like you can give like a little bit of pushback 
you know, but do not like approach someone and make their day any worse than what it fucking was before. Mm. Like that's my whole thing. Like always be respectful because like it's so like so it's so many different people and like just different approaches and styles of approaches that women and men like. Some women like the more aggressive like dumb nigga shit. No disrespect to you if you like it, but like we see examples of it. <laughs> And it's like, oh, okay, just talking hey, well, to this me. dumb like, shit work. This dumb nigga approach shit. <laughs> no, nah, no, nah, that was just more so to anybody. That, <laughs> I mean, if that's what you like, that's what you like. But not not yeah. you, but, you know. <laughs> yeah. um, but I'm just saying, like, this, there's so, just so many different um, styles of approach. But my overall thing is when it comes to the vibe and just approaching somebody, like, for one, give them some space. And I'll, I'll even use the example of a parking lot. Like, if I was a nigga out here approaching women like that, which I'm not, but I have before. But mm-hmm. if I was a nigga doing that, if I was in a parking lot, first, is there some eye contact? Did she look my way? Okay. And then I would say, hey, excuse me, from, and I would like, I have plenty of space, <laughs> whip my hands up. With the hey, rock too? <laughs> just real quick. I just wanted to give you, like, you know, just like quick compliment, like something like yeah. that. Just call out something like, oh, I like that. Um, what, you know, just some sort of icebreaker, and, but sure. keep my space. And if she's responding favorably, I'll move in a little bit closer, but make sure like I'm not a threat to you. You know what I'm saying? And if the conversation, so yeah. yeah. Okay, so, and that's in a situation where you specifically are looking to, I'm putting it crassly, but like, yeah. and I know people don't like it when I do this, but the reason I'm doing it is to clarify like what the final question really is in a situation where you're maybe looking to fuck this lady. That's that's the context, yeah? I, I mean, maybe, yeah. I guess if we're just being like that super crass, I'm like yo, I'm, 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 I feel I'm like it's necessary. Like, I, I feel like it's I, necessary. See, I don't have that. I don't have that. I don't have that. That's that state of thought. Like my what's in my head is not fucking. Like it's it's how sure. it's just approaching. Yeah. Like because that's because mm. I feel like that's what a lot of niggas fuck up too. It's like they I, just I the end goal is in their head and they thinking about <laughs> fucking. Then they just mm. move from yeah. there. Like yeah. no, I'm not but just I, thinking about automatically. I, yeah. The reason that I bring that up is because I think we like on my on the guy's end or just like the approachers end, you're going like, what's the best this could be on the other person's hand who's on guard? They're going, what's the worst this worst, could be? So yeah. if I'm if I'm Alvin in the, the parking lot with my little uh, Louis uh, Louis bag, I'm not going. What's the best little. intention? Sagan. It was very little, by the way. It was very okay. Little. His little tiny, his little small. tiny. <laughs> they could barely see the LV print on it. <laughs> it was just, it just had one LV, and it was this little. Right, that was it. <laughs> so if I'm not, when somebody approaches me, I'm not going. What's the best, most like low-level intention they could go? I'm going. What is the worst situation this could be when taken all the way to its extreme of what this person may want? And that has to be in in my mind. I think. I think that's, or at least I think that's a very reasonable way to interpret it. That- so. So that's why I'm that's, like, I'm not saying maybe you're not thinking about that, but like, I think it's just dishonest for us to be like, that's not on the table. That's not part of the pathway somewhere in the back of the mind. You know what I mean? Never said it was. Never meant yeah. to give that impression whatsoever. Because and I'm not, yeah, but I'm just yeah. contextualizing why I was like, let's make it crass. Like, let's talk about what we're talking about is my view. Yeah, I see... Because otherwise like we're doing like, oh, I'm such a nice guy. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, I get it. Because like, oh, I'm such a nice guy. Like, but, you know, like, but at the end of the day, like, yeah, you want companionship. Like, you want connection. Like, you want to right. fuck. Exactly. But, That's all I'm saying. Gotta, but I just feel like niggas just need to have a better 
the pedigree of decorum about themselves most of the time because that's why we're in this situation in the first place because niggas is nasty niggas be doing niggas be doing foul shit to women but i also that's feel like trip, yes man. yes like women could be afraid rightfully so like in under any circumstances when someone to do like approaches them but isn't it also good for when you have like this fear in your head and like you're like oh my god that was actually that was actually a really pleasant interaction I'm glad they talked to me. Like, there mm-hmm. are good niggas out here. Like, that you when you actually have real life examples of positive interactions from like actual upstanding men, of course, men, yeah. Versus just everybody being so afraid of each other. Yeah, and, and and all I'm getting at is on both ends of that interaction how to distinguish them because the existence of good yeah. niggas doesn't preclude the existence of serial killers. You know what I mean? Like the fact yeah. that you're a nice guy that's not trying to kill women doesn't mean that one anybody but you knows that and it doesn't stop the existence of other crazy people out there in the world so you kind of got to take that calculation into mind every time you're having any interaction this lady don't know me so how do we move from this to like you know because yeah i feel like in 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 everybody's head they're like but i'm a good i'm good like why are you mad at me i'm a good guy it's like yeah that's in that's some shit that's in your head not the other person's head So, so i'm like So I will say I will say the way that I find solace with the fact that, like, I know the statistics, I know the fact that violence, um, especially sexual violence, is is rampant and it's rampant based on the stats that we know and the stats that we know are probably underreported. So the problem is on paper bad and probably worse than what we think it is. So I think that a lot of times for me, I've internalized that. And like I don't have I don't have conversations with women in parking lots and at the store mm-hmm. unless they initiate it. Like I just don't. Yeah. Like if they if they talk mm-hmm. to me, then you know I've I've had some very pleasant exchanges with people that just wanted to like 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 shoot the shit. Like I remember I was at a store looking at a video game, and it was a lady that talked to me for about thirty minutes just on like um on like, like gaming computers. Like mm-hmm. nothing nothing came of that. She was just like she was just looking for gifts for her yeah. like nephew. Just interacting she, with another human me, being. Yeah. Yeah, it was just an interaction, you know. Bye, bye. We both walked off. Like, so I don't, I don't have those conversations that I initiate, in you know, in in stores, in parking lots. I limit conversation of the nature to to match your crassness of like I want to fuck like historically to social settings, um, right. you know, bars, clubs, parties, you know, kickbacks, that kind of situation. There's a general like, understanding that this might be the vibe, yeah, because they're at least open. They're at least open to being social. Like, even if nothing comes up from that idea, like, you're in a social place, like, I think it's a more reasonable expectation that you're probably expecting to be social. But there are a lot of people who, Mm. like, go to those places and don't want to interact with people outside of their circle. And to Josh's point, you got to be fine with being told, like, hey, man, like, I'm I'm, I'm here with my homegirls. I'm here with my homeboy. Like, you know. I'm good. Peace. And you you got to be willing to have that that conversation within you as well. But um, to your point, I just I don't do the thing that the woman so was now the question is do you think maybe that's or like how much of a rule of thumb do you think maybe that should be because also like uh, let me I think try and add question. context to my question too because also i'm like i still think it's Josh a good one without the context yeah sure but i also yeah. wanted to add this bit little bit of like josh the example you gave of like here's a way that you can approach a woman in a parking lot that you are somewhat attracted to right if, if i just bring the crassness down a little mm-hmm. bit i'm also thinking about like what if you're not like, what if it's literally just like, yo, where did you get those shoes from? Or like, yo, like, oh, yeah. I love that TV show graphic T-shirt that you're wearing. And it, and you oh, literally yeah. are not interested in that kind of thing. Oh, bro, so, I've had interactions like that. Well, I'm sorry. Of course. 
and, and and so the context I'm just adding to the question is like, do you think that maybe it's a decent rule of thumb for men to just never or very rarely approach women in parking lots for either reason, or is does it no. vary based on I, what? No, I just feel like you gotta just keep it moving. Like if you want to give somebody a compliment, like you don't you don't have to like stay and then try to chat and da. Like I'll get I I one of my favorite things to do is especially when I'm drunk is give drive by compliments and I and it's always sure. goes over well. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I like such and such. Oh, I like that shirt. You're doing it. You're killing it. Like, and just, and just keep it moving. Like, leave people the fuck alone. Like, if and if you want to interact, just kind of test the water a little bit. But just ultimately be okay with someone not wanting to interact with you. Like, there's not a shame on like your your personage or whatever. Like, what the fuck ever you want to call it. Like, just be okay with people not wanting to interact with you. If it's no, take the no and get the fuck out. Leave her the fuck alone. Because no one deserves to be deserves to be harassed. Man, Alvin, that's my main thing. But and that's yeah, no, that's that's that makes sense to me. But Alvin, Alvin seems to be of the mind that like he doesn't do this behavior at all. But so I'm wondering, but I, like, so what I, do you think? How do you think that should be generalized? Yeah, so I, I definitely don't. But I think if I had to generalize it, I'd be more more in line with Josh's perspective than my own. Like that doesn't change anything about how I personally move. But I don't necessarily think how I personally move is applicable to the general. Mm. Okay, no, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I look, I, I think we all from the beginning agreed on that. Like, for the most part, approach if you want to approach, be ready for the no, move the fuck on. Don't. I also think another thing that helps is because I'm I, I go for like the don't <laughs> don't approach in a way that requires something of the other person. You know what I'm saying? Like. It shouldn't be all oh, you're beautiful, like, hey, what's your name? Or any, even anything like that. Like, a compliment is always good because it doesn't require anything from the other person. At maximum, it requires them to say, oh, thanks. And they can move the fuck on. So that it gives space for the other person to engage or not engage with the thing. You know what I mean? Or like, oh, I love that, that TV show or I love the, your shoes or whatever. And then move the fuck on. Because they'll let you know if they want to continue this interaction. Instead of being like, hey, do you uh, come here often? Like asking them questions and shit like yeah. that. I feel like <laughs> it's kind of like Doing this little head movie? Yeah, you come here. Mm-hmm. Right. Trying to figure <laughs> yeah. <out>. yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's like, look, man, they'll ask you a question if they're interested in the interaction going more. You don't have to do the hard sell kind of a thing. <laughs> what happened? That shit that Josh just, just, just mimicked you on, like that exaggeration, <laughs> was just fucking hilarious. <laughs> Because you could just see some nigga like cornering some some poor, poor woman with that shit and just scaring the shit out of him. It's looking like mm. a snake. And I'm very sorry that that happens too much. Yeah. And at heart, Cicella is not. Yeah. But yeah, no, good, good. Like your advice was like the shout at her from far away. Don't come too close when you initiate the approach. So I didn't. It's is that clo- part of like the close and like enough distance to where like I'm not hey. an immediate threat. No. Yeah. <laughs> enough distance. Yeah. You know, like there's enough distance to where like she feels comfortable like to be able to she has space. Like she has enough she space. She can get away. Yeah, but you can no just still speak comfortable. Like you're not yelling. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, yeah, that makes but, sense. Yeah. But yeah, I, overall, I just feel like just to have a blanket rule that men should not approach women point blank period is not gonna be healthy because women damn sure ain't approaching men like that. Most women don't approach men. Like I think that's increasing though, maybe. I don't know. It's increasing, think, but it's still. Yeah. But, but 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 most women still expect for. Most women have the 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 mindset that they want to be sought after or made to feel special. You're not gonna feel that special, off rip if you're the one that's always initiating shit. 
Yeah, well, they can let go of that. That's kind of how I feel. I mean, sure, they can let go of that, though. Like, we can move on. But also, people, just like men, women have ego, too. So that's a, that's an easy thing to say. But, like, in practice, for a mass group of people, like, it's, it's going to take some time for sure. Like, women, yeah. more women are approaching, They you can know, do guys. it. They grown. Like, yeah. You know they can. Like, but yeah. it's still a thing, though, because it is, they can, yeah. yes. Anybody can do anything. But, but in yeah, terms I of... Guess, I don't know, Eddie, man. I just thought that you was a real, a real alpha nigga type. You know, I just thought that you wanted to be on the prowl. Hey. Real, real alpha, true, hard, masculine type nigga, man. And now you're trying to get these women to approach you. That's See, off brand. The alpha male is actually the beta when you really look at the science of this shit. The sigma male okay. gets approached Break it down. by the theta female. Ooh. That's And that's just basic science. That's you know what I'm saying. That's the magenta sure. pill that niggas don't really want yeah, you man. to know about. That shit that's, was in the Geneva Convention, bro. That shit was. That's like, what I'm trying to tell you. They did a study about like, this last yeah, year I, about uh, pheromones. Einstein's theory yeah. of like relativity, like talked about that shit, right? It's yeah, all yeah. relative. E equals MC bitches. Exactly. Yeah. That's that's yeah. what he wrote the song about. E equals MC. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Stop. Hammer time. Gotta Man. give him the hammer sometimes. You know what I'm saying? I like that magenta pill shit, bro. We gotta. Yo. I know that shit was. Okay, cold. I don't know. I know. Don't know Damn. Um, let's do one little last thing before we head out. Um, oh, the kid. Okay, nude, being naked. Oh yeah, being man, naked is look, okay, bro. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. As teenagers, you're always thinking, "I'm so fat." There have definitely been times that I've looked in the mirror and hated what I see. This is a baby step to becoming more accepting of who you are. Being naked is not a bad thing at all. Zero, please. In you go. I think it's time that we see what real male bodies look like. Whoa, naked men. <laughs> Come on. Like, because... <sighs> <laughs> I couldn't believe this shit was on TV. Like, what country is <laughs> this? It's the UK, bro. It's Channel 4. That's Yo, the crazy I'm... shit. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> When them niggas was in the classroom, when them motherfuckers just dropped it. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, man. See, okay. There's layers to what my stance is here, which is that I think when we have these conversations around, like, what is appropriate for children and sexuality and things like that, we have to understand that nothing is inherently sexual. Mm-hmm sexualizing of things is based on context and framing and illusions and, and me like media literacy. We build up the context of those things over time. So there's nothing inherently sexual about the naked adult body, but we understand after consuming media that certain situations are sexual. And I feel like we have to then guard against that reality, even if it's a social construct. And so when I'm looking at this, I'm like, Destigmatizing naked adults being around children, I don't think is a step in the right direction. I think it's putting the cart before the horse. That that little social, like the fact that that's socially unacceptable, I think acts as like a a bit of a a barrier from bad shit happening. If that makes sense to you, like yeah. if you go, hey, being with your teacher, that's okay. But if your teacher's dick is out, that might be an unsafe situation. But once you go, oh, but that's, nope, dick is out. That's still an educational situation. You've removed like one little like buffer point between 
an acceptable and an unacceptable situation that I think should should remain there, at least the way our society is set up now. So if anybody disagrees, please, like, if I'm tripping, but I think I think I've contextualized the nuance of my stance there. I think I think my issue with the clip, knowing knowing nothing else other than the clip. Yeah, I didn't watch this. Is shit. that <laughs> is that it seems to be approaching this from a body positivity standpoint. Exactly. Mm. And and I just think that this is the dumbest possible way to approach body positivity. <laughs> so so regard regardless of where you I'm stand. I'm glad we're all like, just on the like, same page. This shit seems dumb and unnecessary yeah, like, and too much. Like I think I think that the nudity conversation is definitely like you, you have to have that conversation when you look at that trailer. But I think that like if their angle is like body positivity that they've just missed the mark. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. For, like like for like for example, like there was a there was a part where they said, Well, you know, you know, men don't have to have these chiseled bodies and this is what a real male body looks like. How how does that make somebody feel more positive about their their body? Like I think that we need to talk about like building self esteem and building self confidence over time with with a much more nuanced approach and having um real conversations about the reality of what people actually look like and airbrushing and media messaging and and the mm-hmm. fact that like twelve angry old white men control all of like western media and like all that kind of shit and like they 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 portray what they want like i think i think there's a much more academic means of approaching body positivity that can have very very good results and i think this was just like a lazy clickbaity way to kind of have what i think is a very important conversation i, I don't because I'm, I'm looking at it again and i looking back at it i think the only issue that i actually have with it is the fact that they had naked adults in front of naked children or in front of children everything else i think like having naked adults around each other and being able to operate i think I there's something positive I don't think, to that i don't think i don't think it's anything so i don't think it's anything wrong with naked adults around naked adults i still don't think that that does much that for is body effective. positivity yeah. i think it i think it could i think it i think it does help i think it does in to an extent help a little especially bit, okay, if the context so... is yeah because I, I'm not because like like I'm just I'm just saying like theoretically right theoretically you you've always been around normal bodies right like you've always seen normal bodies like yeah that's not that's not what impacts the psyche of most people's like image it's the media mm, message true it's the fact it's the fact that like I see a a doctor Instagram post of fifty surgeries deep Kim Kardashian and I'm holding myself to that standard standard not the not the person that's like sitting next to me on the plane. Like I know what these motherfuckers look like. I've always known what these yeah. motherfuckers look like. And I don't need to see like, you so- naked to know what you look like. I don't need to see you naked and know that you have like an a conclave ass. Like yeah, that's and true. Know that but this ass exists in reality. Yeah, I've been to it. I saw you in the airport. That's no, that's true. But I think also it's like okay. One, I think we, I think we were underestimating how much people hide their bodies and how much bodies are hidden and how much bodies are accentuated or or exaggerated in real life, like. That's fair. People wear a ton of makeup. They wear a ton of body, what you call it, sleeves or whatever those are called, heels, clothing. Like we don't, I don't think we actually do know what people's, the average person's body looks like walking around. We have a completely, you, man. you know, off. When you see me in the streets, when you see me in the streets, I'm actually 6'3". You know? Exactly. Mm, he got the, you know, the high heels, you know what I'm saying? Know. He got the lifties. Yeah, man. Red, red bottoms on, you know. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> Louboutins. <laughs> just, I'm just imagining Alvin just <laughs> punching holes in the concrete with, the, with his weight on those heels. <laughs> like, cha, cha, cha. Hey, we got uh, a Louboutin boots. Oh, yeah, got you. Yeah. <laughs> um, but also, I think it depends on what activities you're doing. Because I agree people walk around and there's all kinds of different bodies around you. But I think being in that environment that they're doing, like where you're you're swimming naked or you're eating, or like that nudist colony shit where you're going like, it's the... You don't have to be ashamed of your body in the way that, because when you're clothed, you're kind of like, yeah, okay, I don't want people to see my rolls. I don't want people to see my tiny penis. I don't want people yeah. to see my bald head. I don't want people to see my crusty feet. So you, our clothing hides all that. If you take that off and go, no, I can still exist and have a conversation with you. I can still go uh, skinny dipping. I can still, you know, and it's okay that people have different bodies. I think that can go a long way. So I, I think it actually would have a positive low level effect. I, I uh, agree with that, but I'm I, for one, I don't believe that um, you necessarily need to have live adults in the classroom exposing themselves oh, to children, bro, even if it's not nobody. This that shit was. You know what yeah, I'm saying? I'm with you but on I'm, that one. Yeah, so I mean, like, I, but I do agree. I do feel like a, a possible better way that you could do that is just to have video of like, okay, like this is what the actual human body looks like, and mm. normalizing it through that. Like, you don't need to actually have like live fucking like actors. You know, yeah, in the classroom, expo- like just dropping trousers. That's crazy. Um, that's crazy. crazy. It's wild. That's that's some wild shit. That's, that's crazy. I'm sorry. That's crazy it, as fuck. It reminded me of this uh, of this video where this guy was like, he was like an escape artist, and he was like, okay, so today <laughs> I'm going to risk my freedom <laughs> if I'm not able to get myself out of these cuffs. <laughs> yeah. the, 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 the system is going to drop my trousers and expose me to a bunch of children. So I'm going to be I'm going to risk becoming a, a registered sex offender. <laughs> and is the video that just Nathan left for you there. or something? Or like, uh, I've seen that one. That's hilarious. Yeah, it was it was funny as fuck. But like that, it just kind of reminded me of Eric Andre. Yeah. But ultimately, I'm I'm with AB. Like, there's so many more ways that we can normalize, um, that we can have body positivity, like increase the body body positivity within the culture, and within society itself. Because even though like you got instances where you can't necessarily tell what someone looks like in their clothes, Mm. most of the time you can know. Like if we just talking about your regular regular big small skinny whatever person like you kind of you get a good feel just from being around people and seeing people in general it's just the standard of what we're holding ourselves to is something that's crazy exactly because i because i think that like if people really Mm. i think i think not 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 everybody but i say a slight majority if they really sat down and looked at like their reality they'd be a lot more positive like Something that like resonated with me like when I was in high school is there's an episode of Entourage where Vince, because Vince was not like a chiseled like actor, um, Adrian Garnier like that. Like, yeah. it's not it's not a chiseled. He's a very pretty faced fellow though. Yeah, yeah, he's he's a, he's a very good looking guy. Um, but Turtle was like, you should work out, Vince, because I've always said you need a Hollywood body. Mm. And that hit him really hard in that episode. And what pulled him out of it was that some woman came up to him, which I, which I, when I'm thinking back on it now, I think I think drama may have paid her. But a woman came up to him and was like, "Oh my god, you're so hot!" And like he left with the woman, he was like, "Fuck you, turtle. My body's fine." So I think mm-hmm. that like if a lot of people really like sat down and contextualized the fact that like you not looking like the airbrushed, digitized. AI generated bodies like don't really stop much of a show for a lot of people. Yeah. I do think that it stops it for some people, and I think that that's a completely separate conversation that I think should be addressed. 
But I think if most people like really look at their reality, like eh. it kind of doesn't matter. Like it kind, like it kind, like it kind of eh. doesn't matter that like that like you don't have a twelve pack. I think that's putting it back on the individual in a way that doesn't make sense. Because I one, do think I do think that most people's individual on, onus of their self esteem is underrated. I think most people yeah. have have a have a majority of the onus to protect their own self esteem. Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree with that. So, like, so, I, so, I, so I do think that it puts a lot of it on the person. I think most of it should be on the person, no, and, and to no. and to a, to yeah, a, to a also an, an equal extent, the people that raised them, like their family, their mother, their fathers. Nah, because because I, I would say mm-hmm. as a, I feel like we 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 act like society is this big fucking machine that we don't. And I'm not saying you necessarily, but we act like society is this big fucking machine that isn't part of like community. Like we view society as like something different than community. Like the media that we consume, that we give our money to, the governments that we pay taxes to, the society that we exist in, we have a right to say, to have a say in the way it impacts our mind. And the other point I was gonna make is, you can, till you're blue in the face, say that this is how a person should think and they should objectively see the world. But we know for a fact, media programs how people think. We know that to be true. So we can tell every individual, okay, just plug your ears and don't, you know, don't be impacted by the media that we know impacts you. And instead, put it on you. It's like, no, we should change things in media because media is a thing that we as a society create. So, we get to go, no, we don't like seeing those images. Because you can so do that how, same so thing how with do black we... people and white people and shit. Like, it's, no, no but... you have to change black imagery in media. So we're having this whole conversation about about changing media, right? Yeah. That's something that Which millions of people... was your point people... initially. Yeah, yeah, I, I I agree that we should change media, but like, and not even necessarily change media. I, I think that, I think that the power comes from understanding what media messages are. Therefore, you can consume media in its current state, and it and it roll right off you. Like I don't like I don't give a shit Bullshit. about. I, like, I, I don't agree. give a shit. I agree that media no, literacy but, helps, and I, and I, but it doesn't take you to zero percent impacted by media ever. I think I think I think I think ultimately it can, but we we can nah. we can agree to this. Well, right. that takes but, that takes. Ultimate, okay, so uh, real quick, that just take what well, yeah. AB. Ab, what you're saying, I feel like that takes a level of self awareness that a lot of people don't have. That's where the issue is. I don't think a lot of people just have that level of self awareness and acceptance. So, but here's my point, though, and why I would push back to that very point, right? Because you're saying that we as a society should change media, right? How do we even get to the point of us saying we as a society need to change media if lots of people in society don't recognize that media is bullshit? So like we have yeah. some onus on how we interpret media to begin with. So like we can interpret media and understand that what's being shown is bullshit, which means that we have some onus of its impact on us. And I I'm think- not saying all of it is us. I'm saying that like I'd, I'd say slight majority. I'd say 55 percent. Yeah, I don't know what the numbers are, but I think the issue is like you're implying that like the entire population of 300 million people who are consuming media in America have to have a high level of media literacy in order for us to change something. And I'm like, we've been changing media since media has existed. Like what black imagery looks like on the screen has changed drastically over the last 50 years. That didn't require everybody to have media literacy. What you need is enough people to have media literacy to acknowledge the way something impacts individuals generally, and then you push to get that thing changed. Saying that like millions and millions of people should all individually make a change in their mind is not how anything ever has worked with any change. So actually, actually most of the time it has. So, so most of the time with that, it's either, it's either been populist uprising in the history of the United States, Hmm. or it's been legislation. What do you need to legislate at the national level 
you need hundreds of millions of votes. So like if I'm going to be a person, I'm running on a platform of like, 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 but see, but you're still, but you're still talking messages. about individuals voting in order to create a policy change, not individuals taking it on themselves to not be impacted by a system. No, but they have to understand the impact of the system to even not all of the them, vote. just enough to vote for something, just enough to boycott something. That's yeah, but again, that's at the national it, level, man. at the national level, no, 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 but that's that doesn't require a majority. Hundreds that, of that's still of not people. an individual. Yeah, but I'm not saying it's not a lot of people. I'm saying the solution is not at the individual level. The solution is enough people have petitioned to cause a policy level change that impacts everybody. That's how and you I'm get saying, a and bigger I'm model saying, on the cover of Sports Illustrated. That's how you get a black person to win an Oscars. If we want to split hairs on like, because I didn't say I didn't say everybody, but like I literally said that the like a majority, a slight majority. If we want to split hairs and say that like. 40% of people versus me saying 55% of people need to have a good understanding of media and self-awareness to understand that like the media messages can like negatively impact people to move the needle then cool we can we can differ on what that percentage is okay. but yeah. a lot of people a lot of people do need to understand that and i would say the fact that we're even having these conversations and not just us that this is a mass conversation shows that more people than like i think your understanding do understand that these media messages are impactful and i do think that once you as a member of those masses because there are masses understand that there are like these media messages that you should have some onus in understanding that they shouldn't necessarily impact your self-esteem that's all i'm saying it, i i think it's that last skip that i'm mostly disagreeing with I uh, or maybe I, I disagree with several things but that that last bill that you're tacking on at the end is the disagreement so you kind of like weighted it heavy on the front if we're saying yeah some large percentage of the population needs to have media literacy in order for us to push to change media imagery yeah, obviously. I, and that there was same, never and any I'm, all I'm there. saying, that same that same population can say like my self esteem. If I know that the media is bullshit, my self esteem shouldn't be contingent on the media. And that's a and, right, think, and that I, I disagree fair. with. And I know, but I nothing think that's about fair. yeah. But you're acting like something about that first argument supports that second argument, and it does. It does. Like, it one hundred percent. Let does. me let me say this real quick because the way in which that it could impact you indirectly is yes, your direct self-esteem should not be impacted by what you see in the media because it's bullshit it's fake it's doctored now when you're in community with other people they're still in you know consuming the same media but, but they're not on the same type of time you're on they're not they're not as aware as you they could say some shit directly to you that will negatively impact you and make you feel some type of way about yourself because they're still holding up to this negative um I meant to this, uh, this beauty standard or whatnot. So I just think that's like one way in which like the media indirectly impacts people, even if you're not going to, um, even if you have the self-awareness to not, you know, directly engage in it to, you know, make that have um, some sort of influence on your own self-esteem. Yeah, and I agree. And I think that my, my point for bringing up the entourage example is that I feel like a lot of times people over index on like seeing the airbrush image and don't understand mm -hmm. that like, you know, I'm still getting niggas. I'm still getting women <laughs> in the, in the context of like the the real the real world. I think people over index on like the media messaging outside of like their actual lived experience. I think though that like even in that example that you gave, I think we're reducing too much of this conversation down to just like, will somebody stick their dick in me or will somebody let me stick my dick in them? It's like I'm trying to be crass, man. I'm following the lead of the host. Yeah, hey, look, I'm right there with you. I think I think it's a I think it's a a good section. But you're right. I think we were, but you're right. We're reducing everything right. down to that. The fact that some lady was willing to to fuck uh, Vinny 
really doesn't make the argument that you think it's making because he's still those pressures to have a Hollywood body in order to get roles still existed, even if a lady will fuck him. Like, so when we're talking but he, about but he like wasn't, media representation, like his, well, but like his whole thing in that what you call it wasn't 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 about roles. Like that, that was like it was about body. That's okay, why. Fair. That's Let's why I think that, that was a good example because that was like the heat, the height of Aquaman, where he was like the biggest movie star on the planet during that point sure. of the show. My it wasn't point about is larger roles. than that, though, which is that. But like, you're right. Your your if, larger point stands. If we're talking about media representation. Which I think we're, talk we're talking about body positivity, but I think we all understand this when I talk about blackness. Like, we understand that seeing black scientists or black girls in STEM in a, in a movie or black people that aren't a thug or a criminal or a musician, in a, that impacts the way we view yeah. ourselves in the world. And somebody wanting to fuck you is not, it, that by itself is not enough. Like, if you don't see fat bodies being loved, not just fucked in media, that's going to impact most people's minds no matter how much media literacy they have. And it can't be reduced down to like, yeah, but I can get on hinge and guys will fuck me. That's not enough. Yeah, There's, I, Life like, is so, so much I, more than that. And, and so, you, no. we only so my, really my understand what's, real, real quick, this, this bit. We only really understand what is possible when we see it happening in, in and around us. Not everybody, but yes. most of us are... Yeah, but That's most of us are heavily, heavily impacted. Our images of what is possible is based on what we've seen. Did I see my dad do yes. this? Did I see my mom do this? Did I see the yes. people around me representing yes. whatever this category is? Precisely. And my whole thing is that you don't need to get that from the from the Rupert Murdochs of the world. Because, again, if you look at who controls the media, it's a very small conglomerate. I'm saying look to your, your community. And I'm saying I think a lot of people this is especially this is especially right? no, it's it's not it's not bootstrapping. It's not bootstrapping because again, I'm literally I'm literally I'm literally limiting this part of the argument to the people that are media literate. So I'm saying that if you're literate, if you understand that this is a thing, the 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 the, the, the rose colored glasses are off. The, the 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 wool is off of the wolf. The sheep's wool is off of the wolf. Like, look at yeah. your actual reality and, and form your ownness of your self-esteem around the reality of your situation. If your reality of that situation is like off, then I get that. That's I'm, literally okay. not bootstrapping. Like, that's not, like, for example, yeah. for example, like I'm saying I'm saying that, like, literally what you're saying is s judge your situation based on what you're seeing. All I'm saying is that a lot of people over index on the media aspect. You you literally just said judge no, no, it on that, what that, you see, and you said and you said your and no, you no, said no 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 you know, that, I wasn't that wasn't a that wasn't a proclamation of what you should do. That was what I was saying. People already do all fair, of the fair. imagery so, around them. Fair, That's, I'm not fair. saying so you I, so should. Fair yeah. semantic argument. Fair semantic argument. What people do is judge it based on what they see. What I'm saying is that people okay. are over indexing on the sanitized media image, which has an agenda and not their actual lived reality experience. I'm saying that if you have the media literacy to understand that the media is bullshit in that regard, then what else do you base it off of? If per you, people base it off of what they see, I'm saying based off your reality. And again, I, I did boil it down to like fucking because that was the 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 I thought the theme of the episode of being crass. But again, yeah, you can no, do that shit yeah, in anything. Yeah. You can do that shit for anything. Relationships you see around you, like like the fact that you know, like when it comes down to fuck. Sorry, Josh. The, I know you got a thing to doctors. say. Do you want to hop in? Yeah, like because otherwise I, I'm just going. Yeah, I honestly feel like it just it takes a combination of both things that y'all are saying. One, like, yes, we do need, like, media reform, like, to actually show, like, what real positive bodies look like. We do need media reform, but at the same time, you cannot rely on the government or some movement that hasn't happened yet to shape your life. Because that just seems, it's a, it's a bit of a victim mentality. 
like you feel like you don't have any control over something or even that there's people who receive compliments but they don't take them so it's so like you, you have to mm. build yourself up and like on the highest playing field like when you grow and evolve as a person as a human being that's one of the things like you become more self-aware you become more confident now of course media does play a role in that but i still believe that you also have a responsibility to yourself to genuinely love yourself become aware of things like ab is saying and it's also kind of like there's this um there's this like darwinian approach to it like survival of the fittest like if you don't realize these things at some point in your own life then you're going to suffer even more see my my problem with this and the reason that i called it as and still view it as a bootstrapping style argument is that a lot of these conversations about like personal accountability and like make your bed and you know improve your life and one percent incremental those kinds style of argument and what i think ties them together is sure as an individual or as millions of individuals you should take care of yourself by figuring out how to live your individual best life my problem is when we use that as an excuse to move the onus away from these like larger structures like yeah look if you're having a trouble feeding your baby you should get two jobs does that mean that like wage reform doesn't need to happen no like yes if you're not seeing black people portrayed as scientists in media you need to look for those imagery that imagery in your own community yes does that absolve anybody of anything no and i think that continues for all of these kinds of uh, um, situations that we're talking about in this one for instance i'm thinking yeah, sure, of course, you as an individual should look for media literacy to find your self-esteem, to be able to find beauty in your body, to be able to find neutrality in your body, even if you're constantly bombarded with imagery. But say, pretending like that takes the onus off of media production companies that are making the... Um, I think we also really fucking underestimate how much media people are consuming versus how much outside imagery they're consuming. The average person doesn't know a single fucking scientist, right? If there's a little black girl who's like, what can I do in the world? What imagery am I going to look for? And you're saying, well, the owner should be on her to find a fucking scientist who's a lady that she can. It's like, no, man, that's going to be, you're probably going to see that in media first. And the impact that media reform has is larger and more effective and actually leads that individual change more than individual change does. It's like the recycling shit too, man. Like you can recycle as much as you fucking want. At the end of the day, it's the corporations. And yes, yeah. we should take personal responsibility. That does not absolve that the majority of this shit is on the 12 rich motherfuckers who are making just tons and tons and tons of content. Yeah, so, so one, I want to say that I agree with your larger point we weren't talking about your larger point. Like, I think that, yeah. I think that science is a lot different than who, who you're fucking. And again, I was talking about who you're fucking. But, but, you know, but, larger, larger point. Yeah. Yeah. Larger, larger point stands fine. Second, I don't think that it's a bootstrapping argument because I'm literally talking about the people who already have their laces tied. I'm not saying that like that the nigga who like, that sounds like I'm some cold shit though. It sounded good, it but I didn't know cold. what it meant. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's it sounded real. It was a bar, but, it's the motherfuckers okay. whose laces are tied. I said, I said that if you have media literacy, if you're aware that the media is doing this, then you probably can insulate yourself to a extremely high degree to the point of potentially approaching elimination for what the media messages are saying. That's what I said. So I don't I think everybody. I don't think everybody has that. I don't think everybody has that. I don't think. I don't think a lot of people. I don't do, think the majority of the people have it. I think enough I people have it to be a relevant is, topic. Sure, but the reason I think it's, it's still a bit bootstrappy is just that one. Well, yeah, I I don't know that media literacy can 
bring media effect cl- as close to zero as you're implying. I think people who are film critics, people who are filmmakers, people who are um, you know essayists about film who break it down are still massively, massively impacted in which terms of the way they fair. view the world which by is media. Fair. I don't still, think it ever gets still to zero. Not- which is fair. It's still not a bootstrappy argument. That's like saying that that doctors. No, no, no. I mean, you know, doctors that have that diabetes part, that was, are bootstrapped. Like, you know, what I'm saying? yeah. No, like, no, no. Okay, I, that's I, that's fair. I, I I had more to what my general point was. So, like, yeah. one, I think it's inaccurate to say you can get it to zero. So, I think which that's is fair. the I think that's the the inaccurate part of it being bootstrappy, which is that it's unrealistic. So, I think that's part of what it is to say something is bootstrappy that it's a solution that doesn't actually work. That's what that's that first not what part bootstrappy is means, but. I, I can I can agree I, to it. That's not what bootstrapping okay, okay. means, but I, I I can agree with you. Okay. Point taken. The other the other bit is when you say that, I think that a lot of the language that you were using implies that the onus is on the individual. Not that there is a solution that lies with the individual, but that the onus is on the individual, and that is a bootstrap argument. It's not bootstrappy if you have straps. So what makes something bootstrappy is if I'm saying you should do something and you don't have any of the resources to do it. Okay, well, wait, wait, I said okay. in the con- that's what yeah, yeah. bootstrappy means. Let me, let me, let me, let's. Back I'm up literally and, like, limiting this. No, 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 to no I get you, I get you. Let, let's, for sure, let's back up and like just define the word because I think we're we're fucking up because we're talking about two different things when we're using the word. I may be using yeah. it more metaphorically. Like when I'm saying bootstrapping, f- fuck the word. Let me get rid of it. Yeah. I'm talking about a like Carnegie self-improvement style argument, which some people will be capable of achieving, some people will not be capable of achieving, but either way distracts us from the larger systematic causes. So fuck the term bootstrap and let's just toss that out. What I'm talking it's about a, it's, is it's, we it's, say, a, it's a trigger word for me because like- Okay, I, you know, I, I got you. People, so we toss it out, it we're not using it, we're not even talking about that. Let's just talk about what, what, what we're talking yeah. about. Yeah. If, you, if I say, hey, wages in this country are not high enough for people to be able to survive on the minimum wage, if you make an argument that is in the form of, hey, you should get two jobs, I don't disagree if your goal is to survive. Some people are not going to be able to get two jobs. Some people are, and for them, that's a good thing to do. Neither of those two truths makes it that we shouldn't increase the minimum wage. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's the structure and, and, I'm talking and, about. And, Fuck and the I'll, word, but yeah. Yeah, which, which is fair. And what you just said would be bootstrappy. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that you are a person that's that's well educated. You have two college degrees. You make two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year. You own your house. You have plenty of money in the bank. I'm saying that if you're sick, go to the doctor. That's not bootstrappy. I'm saying that you have straps. Use them. We're talking about two different things. Like what you just said was a bootstrapping argument. That's literally not what I'm saying. Oh, I'm saying that every everything that I, I just said right there, everything what I just said right there is 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 the resources. Right. I said that you have the resources because I said you have the media literacy. I'm saying use it. And my point was, I and in the example that I gave there, some people can get Which two is fair. jobs. Some people can get two jobs. Yes, some people can do what you're saying. That does not but, but, remove the responsibility from the larger structure, which is my only but point. Again, but again, which is fine. But everything that you said going up to that is like a lack of resources, which is why I can't do that. I'm saying that you have the resources. So no, I'm, no, no. If we want, if we want, if we want to it. say, they if we can want to do it, we, I'm literally talking about the people who can. Okay. 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 Jobs. Okay. 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 Let's, 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 cause we're, we're playing, a, we're like playing like. a semantic game here. We're playing okay. a semantic game here. I'm saying that you can get what you want without changing shit about your life. Just doing it. Like you have the resources. You don't have to go find additional resources because getting two jobs is getting additional resources in order to execute. Okay, something. yeah, that, that's. I'm saying that you have the. I'm saying you have the knowledge. You have right. the know-how. You have the money. You just do it. That's not a bootstrapping misun- argument. I think you're misunderstanding. The, I'm understanding the way that I'm everything you're saying. Those I, two things. I don't think so because I'm saying 
Maybe, maybe it seems like you're getting wrapped. I think you're trying. I think you're. I think you're later. trying to say. I'm think you're trying to say that it's a bootstrapping argument, and I'm saying it's not a bootstrapping argument, and you're trying to re recontextualize what a bootstrapping argument is. When I'm literally saying I that said it's not toss that term out a million years, and ago then you describe the term, and then you describe yeah, no, no, no. the I, term. I described the yeah, okay, and I think yeah. that it still applies <laughs> here, which is that, which is that. Some people do have the resources to do the problem solution, whatever that is. Two jobs, whatever. Fuck that. If that if that is hard to draw the parallel there, it's not. Yeah, but two jobs is getting additional resources. That means yeah, you need resources which is, that you don't which have. Which is, bruh, bruh. Which Who's is fine. <laughs> which is fine. The point is not what, whether or not you're getting a thing. Some people can do the thing, right? Some people can get the media literacy and then pick whatever the fuck example you want to have of people being able to already have whatever the resource is. That does not preclude the larger system's responsibility that's it fuck the, exa yeah, the specific I, yeah, example if that makes saying, it hard to yeah, draw the parallel and my whole thing in initial was that yeah like you need people to have that awareness to push the agenda which is what i said initially because you said that people can do it in mass i said that you need people in mass to push the agenda which requires media literacy and then i said of that cadre of people that have to push the agenda those people with the tools i.e the people that are not bootstrapping because they already have the resources those people do have an onus to themselves to utilize their resources to better themselves in the in the realm to make themselves better. That's not bootstrapping. That's okay. not a lot of people either, but I just yeah. feel like you need. Um, it's, I still feel like it's a combination of both. Like it's, it's, you can't you can't have one without the other because you can't enforce change if people don't want change or are or aren't aware of the change that needs to happen. So you have to be you have to have some level of awareness. And then the media also, and you, Eddie, I completely agree with Eddie, like you're a lot more inclined to believe a thing and believe something is possible for you if you actually see representation of it. That's why we push so hard for a representation in like movies, um, plays, or just different fields and whatnot. So, but you you need both things because at the, at the end of the day still, to reaching your higher self or like on that path to becoming just aware that also does kind of come with like a self-love and you can't always just sit around and wait for some shit to happen or just wait for the media to change for your own personal betterment. So it's a combination of the two, I believe. Hey, I think we all, we all did our best there. And that's a, that's, that's, <laughs> that's a good summation. So <laughs> let's say this one, look, if, uh, you know, if you see the media and or your self-esteem not giving a good image of what you think you could be in your life, you might be seeing a red flag. But if you want Channel 4 with your dick out in front of a bunch of 12-year-olds, it might be you just waving the red flag. Literally. So waving the red flag pot. <laughs> literally, literally? Yeah. Just waving his dick at his dick. <laughs> <laughs> literally. I guess if he was a white guy, I guess it was a pink flag, I suppose. Um, it's been Eddie. It's been Alvin. It's been Josh. Let us know what you think about everything that we said this episode. Uh, join us on Patreon if you want to like join in on the lives. If you want to get bonus content, we do like a bonus episode every single week. If you want access to the Discord, like, subscribe, hit the bell. You know what I'm saying? So you know when the new video comes out. And uh, we'll see you all next week. Um, that's it. That's the show. Go to bed. Go peace, to bed. Peace, Go peace. to night. Go night, night. We ain't get to a lot of topics. That's just that's how good we are. Thing. We milk them shits. Yeah. Like almonds. Yeah. All right. Drop the beat. It's a red flag.